Good morning and welcome back to a brand new episode of Motherhood on Mondays with me, your host, Jessica Olsen. Welcome back, guys. I am so excited for this week's podcast. Welcome back. My name is Jessica. If you don't know who I am, hi. If you're just stumbling upon my podcast, I started this podcast last year because I love Jesus. And let's be honest, as moms, we need to hear good gospel truth in our motherhood journey to help us be discerning and stay firm in our faith. I have two boys. I have a five-year-old named Charles and a two-year-old, almost three-year-old named Benjamin. And when I first started out my motherhood journey, I did not have a lot of mentors I could look up to or women in my life that spoke solid gospel truth. So that's part of why I started this podcast. I just love to share encouragement with you guys. I love to be that cheerleader that is on your side as a mom that points you back to the scripture that reminds you that the Bible is our ultimate authority and that you can rely on Christ in your motherhood journey. So if that sounds like something you want in your life, I hope you'll stick around for today's podcast because today, guys, we're going to talk about intimacy in postpartum and what does that look like as moms as we're starting out our new journey as a mom and what does intimacy look like after going through labor and birth and the things that might change after having a baby. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, if you are pregnant or if you are just a wife and you're like, I need to know about this before we decide to have kids. I'm just going to be sharing from my experience today and just reminding us of some good biblical truths to keep in mind as we go into postpartum and what that looks like with intimacy with our husbands. So let's jump into it. Okay, guys, intimacy. We're getting into the nitty gritty today. So If you are younger than 18, if you are not quite married, I just want to give a little parental guidance on this. You might not want to have young children around. I'm going to do my best to keep all of my speech as gracious and as um, appropriate as possible. But obviously, this is a podcast meant for moms and for older adults that are hopefully married. So we're going to be talking about intimacy today. And that means physical intimacy that happens in the bedrooms with our spouses. So I am going to be talking very openly about my experiences postpartum and what it was like for me going from pregnant to having, you know, a labor that did not necessarily go to textbook standards and what that looked like for my marriage afterwards in intimacy. So I've talked about this before. I've talked about my labor with my son, Charles. And I remember, first of all, let's go back to the very beginning. So before me and my husband got pregnant, even, you know, when you're in that trying period of trying to get pregnant, we had a pretty solid intimacy life. We were pretty active in our intimacy. We both had pretty much the same libidos. And so for us, I felt like we had really healthy intimacy there. So entering into trying to have a baby, um, I felt like we had really good understanding. We communicated really well about the things we did like in intimacy and the things we didn't like in intimacy. And overall, we both had a really good um, 
good level of communication. So then, obviously, when you're trying to get pregnant, there's a couple things you just don't know in pregnancy. You hear all these rumors as a wife of like so many women, their libido spikes, and you're just going to want to be intimate all the time. And then you also hear the flip side of like you could be so sick that you don't want to be intimate at all. And I've talked about this in other podcasts about protecting our marriage for times of strain. And I specifically talk about intimacy there as well, about how important it is to protect our intimacy. So entering into trying to have a baby, you probably have a level of intimacy that you've experienced with your husband that comes from being married, whether that's being married for three years and you've worked out the kinks of, you know, those first couple years of marriage. You know, I remember entering into marriage and me and my husband saved our, we waited until marriage. By the grace of God, we made it to our marriage night. And I remember learning things about intimacy that I did not know because I just had never experienced intimacy before. And so you have all your knowledge that you've come up to, to this point of pregnancy, right? And now maybe you're pregnant or now maybe you're trying and you're learning new things about intimacy and about trying and how to get pregnant, the technical parts of that. And I remember getting pregnant with my first son and experiencing that first change in our intimacy. And that was in the fact of like, my libido crashed so hard. I was not one of those women that had a super active high libido. And that was a really big struggle in our marriage. And I don't think we often think about that in pregnancy because I feel like we hear a lot about like your libido being high. That was not it for me. I was so tired. I could, I did not want to be touched. And that was something that was really different and hard in our marriage. And that was something that we didn't do the best job about talking about, finding a good way of still having intimacy in a way that worked for us. And I remember during that time of having people tell me, well, you just, sometimes you just need to do it. (laughs) Sometimes you just need to, you know, Uh, Pull yourself up by the bootstraps as a wife and just do it. Now, I don't think I would suggest that perspective. Although, I think there are times as wives we need to be aware of our husband's need. And there are times that you know, okay, this is one of those times that I could um, engage in intimacy and put forth that effort because I do love my husband. I do want to meet his needs. And then there's other times that you're so sick that you're like, you know what, this is not one of those times and you agree and you come to that mutual agreement of understanding with your spouse and so Thomas and I had to find out and communicate about how are we going to make it through pregnancy protecting our marriage and finding new creative ways of being intimate around the discomfort of pregnancy and I think that that's something that we have to talk about and have conversations with with our spouses as we're experiencing pregnancy And for me, I experienced a lot of physical changes that made intimacy really uncomfortable for me. And as you are experiencing your blood volume doubling, because obviously you're pregnant, you can also experience things like dryness. And a lot of the times we're like, oh my goodness, I cannot figure this out. And I cannot tell you how many different um, 
lubricants me and my husband tried because things were just so uncomfortable because of the changes of hormones that pregnancy puts on your body. So something to think of and be aware of as you enter into pregnancy is sometimes you have to get really creative and try a lot of different things. And that was definitely something that we needed to do. So I really struggled with just my libido, my whole, both of my pregnancies, that was a struggle. And with my second pregnancy, we were, we were a lot more prepared and we were able to have those conversations of, okay, like what is protecting our marriage in this season and what works for us in this season? And we, you have to get creative. And so I think that that's something that is really important to sit down and have a conversation about and just be aware that intimacy changes in those seasons and i think a lot of the times as women um we can kind of just get this attitude with our husbands of like well they just need to be understanding but we also need to remember that marriage is not one-sided we're a team in this this is about what is going to make our marriage thrive? And yes, there are seasons and period, periods of times so that maybe it's going to lean more towards one spouse than the other. But I think it's really important to not let seeds of discontentment or just grumbling to be sown in our hearts as women. Because I think it can be really easy, you know, as women, we can kind of grumble and complain. And then we don't think about how that affects our spouse. So I think it's important to approach intimacy as a ma- in our marriage as we're a team in this area this is something god has created specifically in our marriage to not only bond us as a husband and wife and make us a really good team but this is also one way that we are glorifying god through this really deep intimate act that bonds us emotionally and physically so it's really important to protect our thoughts around Um, thoughts of intimacy because it can be so easy to let those thoughts come in and sow just seeds that are not health healthy and they're not rooted in biblical truth so all important things to think about and then when we get to this point of you know labor and delivery this is where we see a new change in intimacy happen in our relationship with our spouse And I like to share about these things because I feel like it is nice to hear other Christian women's um, thoughts on this and how they process these things and what does a biblical response look like in this area because as easy as it is to just say and gloss over, there's a lot of physical things that go on and happen in our minds, in our bodies, in our hormones as we're experiencing postpartum and birth that I think is so important to open up as Christian women and have these conversations. And so for me, when I had my son, Charles, my labor was pretty textbook as far as like it wasn't super long. The overall labor was around 14 hours, but I had meconium in my fluid and I had my son at a birth center. And um that meant so basically what that means is that he was in fetal distress and he ended up pooping in the womb (laughs) and when you have that happen there can be uh, chances of infections and we ended up having to transfer from the hospital i mean not the hospital from the birth center to the hospital 
And I remember being like having this nine months to adjust to my body being pregnant and the just changes that you see your body going on physically uh, where your body was your body and now you're having a little tiny human that's kind of taken over your body which is a very humbling but also awe-striking in the sense of we get to be a part of this beautiful miracle God has created. So there's that, that balance of thought there of like, this is different. It's amazing. But at the same time, it's shifting our views of what our bodies were made for when before, when you're just married and single, you're using your body, you know, for pleasure and for intimacy with your husband in that way. And now you have this added meaning of, I am a mother. Like I got to be a part of this wonderful design that God created. My labor was really textbook but for the most part after we transferred to the hospital after being at the birth center there was a level of trauma there that was really hard for my mind to grasp and process all that had happened between being in labor and having to transfer to the hospital because Charles wasn't transitioning to breathing oxygen his lungs were uh his lungs were having a hard time opening up you know your lungs have all these little um i can't remember the word for them air pockets in them that you know you have to open them up and they were just so soaked with water that his body wasn't able to kind of um open them all up so he could breathe so we had to like essentially dry his lungs out in a way and so transferring from the birth center to the hospital and i just remember standing in the hospital bathroom looking at my body in the mirror and just crying just being like what like what has happened to my body i look awful being so overwhelmed and feeling like such a mess i had stretch marks and they were bright red and i just look you know you just you've gone through you've gone through battle in a sense you've gone through this labor of bringing your child into the world and then you, a lot of women, you know, things don't always go according to plan. So then you might have a layer of trauma to that. And I remember going through all that and eventually being able to bring Charles home and having a completely different view of my body than I had before. And it really affected my view of intimacy with my husband. And this is the part I really want to talk about because I feel like as women, we need to talk about these things. And how do we handle thoughts of our body changing um, postpartum with intimacy? And how do we battle that with the biblical truth of the Bible? So for me, I've always been small and petite. I was always proud of my body because I never really struggled with my weight. And I don't mean prideful in the sense of like, look at me, look at my body. I've always been very modest. But, you know, you learn that you've put some of your identity and who you are into your body after you go through an experience like that because it's your body you've lived with it for so long you've experienced it operating a certain way and then after labor suddenly your body is different right and so you're experiencing this big life change and so for me I really struggled with wanting to be intimate even after those first six weeks I was really battling postpartum baby blues I had regrets of what did I just do I can't take back having this baby and 
battling intrusive thoughts and I like to be very honest about these things because women just need to know that these are things we experience postpartum people need to know that even as Christians we can experience uh, thoughts and feelings and emotions that our despair or our distraught when you're experiencing these things they can both be there while having your faith and knowing about God and so I like to be really honest about that and I remember having thoughts of wanting to run away start a new life I remember feeling so regretful so remorseful sitting in my bathroom multiple times being like I'm just expected to know how to care for this baby and even though I had lots of experience with a baby because I grew up with nine siblings so I was used to having babies around suddenly there was a lot of pressure on me and intimacy wise I just did not want to be touched I did not feel like I was this smoking hot wife anymore I didn't feel like my body was a sexual thing anymore I didn't feel like my body was made for that and I also felt ashamed over my body I had stretch marks all over my chest from being gorged with breast milk I didn't want to take off my bra I didn't want Thomas to touch me and I didn't realize first of all I didn't realize the battles that were being caused by the postpartum struggle I was having and I didn't realize how Satan was using those things as a way to get a foothold into my marriage. And so as wives, when we enter into postpartum, what are some biblical truths that we can hold on to when we are postpartum, when you have a hard labor, say maybe you had a C-section and now you're here postpartum and you're like, I do not know how to mentally handle intimacy with my husband when I'm experiencing this huge mental shift of my body was my body my body went through some things that I had no control over and how do I biblically handle my new body the way it looks now in a in a biblical way so first off I think we really need to remind ourselves that our identity is found in Christ alone First of all, for me, part of my identity was tied in my body and the way my body looked. And it was a really humbling experience to realize that um, my body doesn't look the way I thought it was going to look. I have stretch marks now. That preconceived notion that I felt so confident about my body before because it didn't have stretch marks made me realize that I had put part of my worth and some of my value in what my body looked like. And so I think it's really important to remind ourselves that as we're experiencing those changes in our body, that our identity is in Christ alone. And it's not in what our bodies look like. It's not in how physically attractive our bodies are. But our identities are found in Christ. Christ has redeemed us. Christ has saved us. He poured out his blood for us. And even though... Our bodies look different that doesn't change our value that doesn't change our worth that doesn't make us less worthy because our bodies look different now your identity is in Christ and you can be secure in that and you know lean in Christ and who he is even if you might be feeling differently about the worth of your body postpartum and that's something I really had to remind myself and 
honestly speak spirit i speak biblical truth over my body over and over and over again because i really struggled with that and so i think that is a really good reminder is to remind ourselves of who our identity is found in and it can be really easy to wrap our identity in what our body looks like and what shape it is and whether or not it has stretch marks whether or not it's saggy or not and I think that is a really important biblical reminder to, rem- to remember. Um, the second thing that I think we can remind ourselves from um, the Bible as we're experiencing struggles postpartum is that we can go to God and talk to him about these things. I think so often we feel like, well, I just need to be grateful because God gave me this body. And so I can't be honest with God about those things. And here's the thing. I want to tell you right now, if you're struggling with your body, talk to God about it. Be honest with him. He can take it. And God doesn't think it's silly that you're having those thoughts. God doesn't, God's not sitting up there being like, oh, well, you just need to be grateful. God wants to hear those conversations. Go to God, talk to him, tell him those things. God, I'm really frustrated. You know, my body, it hurts, it aches, it looks different. I don't feel as sexy as I was before. And bring those things to him. Talk to him about it. And so often I feel like we just tell ourselves, well, I just need to be grateful because I had a baby and my baby is healthy. But we're not being honest. And we can both be honest and feel those feelings and bring them to God with both and also know that like, God, we trust you that you're going to get us through this. And so often I feel like we act like both feelings can exist in that realm of emotions that we have. And that if we feel differently, well, then we must be feeling. But I think we have to remember God knows we're human and we experience a lot of range of emotions. So go to God with it and be honest about those things. Talk to God about those things. And we have a God who's a comforter. He comforts us in our times of discomfort. And so go to him with those things. The third thing I want to remind you of in your postpartum season, if you're struggling with your postpartum body and your postpartum intimacy, is that God has so much grace for us in the seasons of struggle that we experience. And go to God and lean into that grace he has for you during the season of your life, for your body. And God's grace is just so good for getting us through those moments And that doesn't mean that you need to just buck buck up and just be intimate if you are not feeling ready. But I think it also means that in those moments of where you are uncertain of if you can be intimate with your spouse or if you're struggling and even crying in those moments, you can take things slow. And God is gracious to meet us in those times with our spouses. So often I would just shut Thomas down and I would just be trying to do things on my own and I didn't want to accept this grace that God had for me in that time of struggle with my body and it just was really, really hard. And God has so much grace for us in those moments as wives of when we're struggling. I think sometimes we forget to just lean into that and let that grace wash over us in that season. And so... I think it's really important to just go to God and he is so gracious to us but so often we forget to go to the Bible we forget to um, spend time in the word postpartum 
and instead we get really in our heads and we forget that we don't have to walk out postpartum season alone and then we just don't even realize how that has affected our intimacy and our marriage and so what does that look like when you're walking out learning how to be intimate again in postpartum when you're just really not sure and you're really struggling mentally I think it means being honest with our partner having a lot of honest conversations and opening up the word not only by ourselves but also with our partners and pursuing Christ together as well as we walk out what postpartum looks like because I think so often in our postpartum stage we as women will sometimes shut out our partners and we need to be doing life with them and we need to be having honest conversations with them about what does this look like for me right now I am really struggling you know I had conversations with Thomas where I was like I'm really struggling it's really hard for me to be intimate right now because this is how I'm feeling about my body and even though Thomas would reassure me and say I love your body just as much as it was before it was a really big mental battle for me And so making sure that not only are we being in the word by ourselves, but that we're also in that communication and in the word with Christ with our spouses. And then lastly, when it comes to postpartum and that intimacy there, now intimacy is different physically. I think that also comes with we are going to be fighting some mental battles as women. And I think that means that we need to pick up our armor and be prepared to battle a lot of those hormones and thoughts that we're going to be experiencing postpartum half of the time I feel like is we go into battle not prepared and so what do we need to be able to go into battle when you know you're gonna have mental thoughts where you're trying to be intimate like how is the baby doing I hear the baby crying um you know I don't have time to be intimate right now I am so exhausted we need to be prepared mentally to fight those battles that take up half of the half of the battle to getting to be intimate is our thoughts as women and we have a hard time being intimate when our thoughts are elsewhere so being ready to fight those mental battles with spiritual truth so what are some verses for you that you know whatever those verses are for you that are encouraging to you in those moments have a couple verses ready to go when you fight those Um, discouraging thoughts that you know are going to be attacking you when it comes to intimacy maybe it's remembering I am fearfully and wonderfully made Um, maybe it's uh, remembering that your identity is in Christ alone Uh, maybe for me James 1 is really encouraging where we talk about going through trials and trials are because we're developing perseverance so maybe intimacy right now feels like a battle maybe it feels like a trial to be intimacy to you know be intimate with your husband and so think of spiritual truths that you can have ready in your quiver full of arrows a spiritual truth that when you have those mental thoughts as a battle what can you use as a a arrow that is your spiritual truth to have you ready to fight those mental thoughts that come up when it's time for physical intimacy or maybe you're struggling with your uh, thoughts or your perception of your body that you're now ready 
to say, hey, here's my biblical truth that I am um, armored with and I'm ready to put in my arrow and shoot at those thoughts to extinguish those thoughts or those feelings because I have spiritual truth here from the word. And then lastly, when it comes to intimacy postpartum, let's talk about the physical side of things. Let's be honest, when you are postpartum, I'm going to be honest with my first son, Charles, it felt like my insides were falling out of my bottom. That's just honestly how it felt. I literally felt like my insides were falling out. That was literally my thought process. My insides are going to fall out of me. And while I didn't tear with Charles, I was very loose and it took a while for things to go back to where they were. And so physically, it was just very uncomfortable to be uh, intimate with my husband. And again, I think this is a part where we have to be very open and honest with conversations with our spouse. And for a lot of us, a lot of us in our relationships with our spouses haven't even gotten to the point of where we're communicating honestly about things we like and things we don't like in intimacy. So my suggestion is, is if you are not pregnant yet or if you're just married without kids, get comfortable having conversations about intimacy what do you like what don't you like what positions are comfortable what positions aren't comfortable to you um if you have stitches postpartum that can be really uncomfortable if you go online and google google ways to be intimate postpartum and make it more comfortable there are so many great tips and articles of things that are products you can buy to help with intimacy When you are breastfeeding, that is another change you're going to experience when it comes to intimacy. And when you are breastfeeding, um, that changes your hormones. And a lot of women can experience dryness. And that, like, like I had that problem. And it was like Sahara Desert. And we went on Amazon. And let me tell you how many different things we tried. You know, there's coconut oils. um, People use various different oils. And I remember trying out different thicknesses, uh, water-based, gel-based, and finding something that was comfortable and slowly getting back into intimacy. And also, I just want to say this because this was never offered to me. I had a friend who told me, isn't there a shot you can get for that um, to help with that? And I remember asking my doctor about it and she said, well, no, like you're breastfeeding. But I have heard... I can't 100% speak to the um, validity of this talk to your doctor if you are uncomfortable and the sad thing is with postpartum is as moms we have to strongly advocate for ourselves as moms and I didn't advocate enough I just was told no and then I just lived in pain go to your doctor say hey I'm experiencing this is there an estrogen cream that I can get to help with this dryness because I am breastfeeding and this is really uncomfortable. So make sure that as you are walking out the physical tenderness, the physical changes, especially when it comes to your abs coming back together, maybe you're experiencing diastasis recti where your abs are not healing and coming back together the right way. Maybe you had some tearing either inward or outwardly and it's really uncomfortable you know, talk to a doctor and also be very um, open with your spouse. Have those conversations. Say, hey, this is 
something that's really intimidating to me. I'm really emotionally delicate in this area and I need some understanding here. And also if, you know, if there is a couple that can counsel you through that, if you want to talk with like your pastors, um, there are lots of women that can be really helpful in having conversations that can share with you things that they did and just make sure it is someone that will give you wise biblical counseling. There is so much that goes on with postpartum intimacy that changes things. And I think so often we try and walk that season alone of not realizing that things with intimacy are going to change both physically and mentally for us as moms. So how do we come into postpartum being prepared with biblical truths that remind us that who is our identity found in? Even if our bodies look different and maybe we've realized that, oh, I was measuring my body as my identity and as my worth, but reminding ourselves, not shrugging it off, being honest that we're having these feelings, but remembering we can take those things to God. We can talk to God about those things. He's not just going to laugh at us. He takes those things seriously and he wants to hear from us. And then he is going to come alongside us and help us through those difficult times And we can be honest about what is the postpartum experience. We don't have to uh, shove it under a rug. But we can also come to the Bible to help us through that time and to equip us as we're experiencing changes physically and mentally, both with our faith and with our mind and with our body as we're walking through this time postpartum. And so I hope that talking about this practically and both just being honest and sharing my honest uh, my honest experience could be an encouragement to you with your postpartum journey that postpartum intimacy is going to look different but what can we do to come to it and speak biblical truths over ourselves and when we encounter those thoughts and those minds mindsets that we have postpartum that we realize maybe wasn't based in uh, biblical truth, how can we um, address them in a biblical way? So here's the thing. If you are listening to this podcast and you're like, wow, that sounds like a lot to deal with postpartum, or maybe you are postpartum and maybe you're really struggling I just want to let you know that God sees you right now in whatever season you are in. God is there with you. He doesn't want you to walk this alone. And I just as a mom and as a fellow, you know, mama, I just want to offer you some encouragement that cry out to him. He is there. You can lean on him during this time and you do not have to do this alone. And I also just want to let you know that if you are struggling with your body or maybe there's all these changes that happen physically, your labor didn't go as planned, maybe you had a C-section and that's a whole nother layer of different things mentally you're struggling with. Maybe you're feeling like a failure because you couldn't birth the way you wanted to and that's affecting your intimacy too. I just want to let you know that your identity and your value and your worth or your success as a mom is not determined on what your body looks like or how your body birthed your child. 
you are valuable you are worthy and your identity is in Christ alone and I just want to encourage you today and remind you of that today that God made you fearfully and wonderfully made and it's okay to feel these feelings about your body but let God hear them talk to God seek God in this and arm yourself with biblical truth in this season of life to remind yourself of what your north star is and our north star is Christ it's Jesus it's the cross it's the Bible run run to the cross run to the Bible to be uh, not only comforted but to see his truth in your situation because the world is gonna try and say a lot of things about what you're experiencing right now and God's truth is like a calming balm over our wounds over our thoughts when we're going through seasons like postpartum and especially intimacy and take it slow be honest and have those honest conversations and then just be prepared to know like we're going to figure this out together as a team this isn't us pitted against each other of my husband wanting sex and me trying to fend him off it is us uh, protecting our marriage it is us protecting what Christ has created for us to enjoy as a man and wife. Um, But also know you're not alone. Please reach out, get help from a doctor if you need physical help from a doctor and a biblical counselor if you need a biblical counselor during this time as well. So before you go, I just want to pray for you as we end today's podcast. Dear God, thank you that you created intimacy for us as a husband and wife. Thank you that we get to have these honest conversations of what that looks like and the different things that can affect us as women both physically and mentally and even on a hormone level how you created this wonderful design that gives us as women the ability to carry a human life and bring a human life into the world lord what a beautiful thing that we get to experience birth and that you brought your son to earth through mary through birth and that We get to see a beautiful part of your story played out through us. Help us to remember that our identity is in you and not in what our body looks like and not how our body operates. And help us to know that we can be honest with the feelings and thoughts we're experiencing, but that we can also run to the Bible and pour biblical truth over our minds and bodies when we're having times of where we're struggling help us to remember that we don't have to walk through postpartum alone that there are women that want to walk through it with us and that god you have grace for us in these seasons so lord be with us be with any woman that's listening to this today and i just pray grace over everyone's lives in this area and that they would open up the floor to have conversations and even if they have a spouse that doesn't quite understand lord i just pray that you would just come alongside these women as they walk out their marriages and their faith and that you would be faithful with meeting them in this season that they're at in jesus name amen well guys that is today's podcast i hope that this could be an encouragement to you and make sure to tune in every week as we discuss a new topic on motherhood on mondays as we encourage and uh, equip each other to stand firm in the faith so i hope that you guys will have a great week make sure to hop over to instagram and follow me over at refined purpose reach out let me know what you thought about this podcast and sound off below share this podcast with women because i feel like these conversations are so important to be had and i will see you guys next week bye guys